Hello and thanks for listening today. This is Stepping Into Freedom, the podcast about standing fast in the liberty wherewith we have been made free from Alma 5840 in the Book of Mormon. So this one was actually going to be um, kind of a group episode with all the youth from this month, but due to scheduling weirdness that I've been dealing with the last few days since I moved up here to Orem, um, things have changed a bit. So what I'm going to do instead uh, is just offer, well, at, at the minimum, um, my testimony uh, of the gospel, but also uh, hopefully a few things that um, I've noticed have been especially helpful to me. And, and maybe, you know, if, if some of those are helpful to some of you listeners out there, then great, um, uh, especially from a, a kind of an introspective spiritual perspective. But um, I guess to begin with, something that first comes to mind is, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's, it has to do with the scriptures, but speaking of scriptures, I am just over-the-top excited for the new Come Follow Me Book of Women manual, um, uh, the uh, manual this uh, this new year. I, man, I, I hope all of you, if, if any of you are you know, the, the kind of person that sets resolutions, or even if you aren't, um, I highly recommend setting a goal this year to be absolutely consistent um, with keeping up with the Come Follow Me Book of Mormon manual. That is just going to be so powerhouse. I can't wait for that to get started. Um, but anyways, along the line with the scriptures, something I've... Uh, it was actually fun and interestingly enough, I was given a priesthood blessing today. Um, thank you, Dad, if you listen to this. Uh, it was quite helpful. And something that, mentioned, uh, that he mentioned in there was that uh, it was an encouragement to continue... Uh, and I'll, I'll use more of his wording in a letter he wrote to me, actually. Uh, the vice grip hold I have, um, I've worked hard to maintain on consistent spiritual gospel habits um, to keep my spiritual health up. So, and and for me, a few of those, one of those has those has been um, uh, re-going through the Book of Mormon every morning um, before I do almost anything else. But uh, in relation to that, and I'm going to tie this into scripture reading in a second, but introspection. Uh, we talked to, or excuse me, Carrie Skirla and I talked about that a bit on her episode about journaling. And the more, I have always found from personal experience that the more we take the time to think about, um, you know, where we've been, where we're going, um, be brutally honest about what we need to improve on, as well as, uh, you know, being able to see where we uh, have done well um, the the areas in our life where Heavenly Father where we can be sure that Heavenly Father is pleased with our efforts uh, kind of going both ways but something that I've noticed in my personal studies of the Book of Mormon um, that kind of contributes to my own self-reflection I, I take lots and lots and lots and lots of notes uh, in the side margins of my scriptures and something I've noticed the last I don't know two times maybe three times through the Book of Mormon is that as I go through it, I'll, I'll look at some of those little side notes I've put in and realize, I'll read through them and be like, wait a minute, I was kind of like grasping at straws there to kind of write down what I think that verse meant. And I'll, I'll think to myself, man, I was just like, I didn't really have any idea. Based on what I wrote down, I'd be like, I think I understand this verse better now. So I would actually erase what I wrote there. Like that the wording is vague. I didn't really put that very well. And now I understand it better because, you know, the spirit on, on, on the what do you call it? unravels layers of um, spiritual truth as we go through the scriptures. And uh, as more of those l- layers are unraveled, the more I go through them, 
I, I have the, uh, the force, the, the insight from the Holy Ghost to uh, fix some of the things I've written in the, the margins there so that they make more sense to me as, as he teaches me more about um, things that uh, I need to catch from the Book of Mormon for my own personal spiritual growth. And as I've done that, it's been such a helpful form um, of introspection, of looking back and th seeing who I was, excuse me, and who Heavenly Father helped me, has helped me to become today. So many huge, like drastic changes actually, that he has guided me through, that he has, uh, he led me to some incredible people um, in my circle of friends up in Ontario, my family down here, I'm in, and friends down here in the States, and I just, it blows my mind sometimes. Like, you know, which prophet was it that said sometimes we, we, you know, we experience spiritual and personal growth that is undiscernible, sometimes imperceptible um, in the moment as we look at our, our experiences uh, throughout, uh, you know, each, each year. And I think that, you know, I mean, sometimes it's supposed to be that way. I think, you know, I've looked back on this year and, I mean, everything with, for those who knew us closely enough, everything for Lorraine and I was always just, you know, dramatic, really bad, or or really good. Like there was no there was no normal for us ever. And um, you know, it, it just looking back on everything, um, I I just I think that the Lord wants us to take time to ponder. You know, what did He do in Third Nephi? He told the Nephi, the Savior told the Nephites in person, you know. I, I something I like something like I perceive that what I have said is um, he didn't use the word confusing I forget what the wording is there but you get the idea and he says you know go home and ponder upon these things and I'll come to you again on the morrow or something like that and just taking the time to think about that stuff um, reflect maybe make a list that can be a form of journaling too by the way for those of you who don't like the whole New Year's resolution thing I have a challenge for you I challenge you to start journaling this year, if you if you aren't already, start journaling. If you already have a personal journal, make a scripture journal. If you have a scripture journal, make a personal journal. Either one, do something to write down, um, you know, differences in your perspective from day to day, and what you get from your scriptures, what you get from your prayers, from any other spiritual practice, whatever it is. Um, start writing things down. That's been immensely helpful for me. And I highly recommend it for, uh, for anyone. Um, some, there's something about seeing things written down. Um, even Actually, now that I think of it, if you look at 2 Nephi 29, it's actually a commandment. Um, I'm going to actually look that up here real quick. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's in 2 Nephi 29, and I forget which verse it is. It's, oh yeah, here we go, verse 11. Um, the Lord says, For I command all men, both in the east and the west, and in the north and in the south, and in the islands of the sea, that they shall write the words which I shall speak unto them. For out of the books which shall be written will I judge the world, every man according to their works, according to that which is written. And I just love, love, love that verse, because the Lord literally says, when you feel a Holy Ghost, the, the prompting of the Holy Ghost from me, I mean, I'm paraphrasing that verse 11, obviously, but the message is when you feel a prompting from the Holy Ghost or you feel guidance from me to do something or say something or something that teaches you about yourself, whatever it is, call it repentance, anything, write it down. Um, because that's exactly what prophets did. That's what the scriptures are. Prophets get inspiration from the Holy Ghost, they write it down. So who knows what can happen when we do the same thing. So I highly recommend doing that one. Um, the last 
this, this, sorry, the second year of my mission, I made a goal that uh, I was never, ever, ever going to miss a day of journaling again, um, a minimum for the rest of my mission. And I, I kept to that. I stuck to it. I think I may have missed like a day or two towards the end, but um, I'm 99% sure I think I got through the whole second year. And man, the insights you get when you look back on um, old journal entries, um, who you were, who you are now, it can actually provide a lot of hope and seeing the differences in your perspective and how you mature, or some areas, if you see you get worse. Oh, okay, better course correct there, right? Um, but I uh, highly recommend that. So, but the other thing I want to recommend um, that I've found personal, a lot of personal progress in uh, myself, is to absolutely keep at minimum um, meal prayers, morning and night prayers. Um, really personal and intimate and detailed um, the whole return report thing you know how many times in the Doctrine and Covenants do we see that very concept of what did you do uh, please you know tell me what's been going on report things keep things organized he's a god of order he's a god of of clarity and organization um, so you know do that uh, look back on things uh, on the day, in your prayers at night, make them personal, make them uh, as, as much of a uh, relationship developing experience with your Heavenly Father as you possibly can. And then of course, as, as, as I've mentioned already with the scriptures, uh, make, I mean, I know a lot of people get this, you know, I, I, I read the scriptures every day, and scriptures could include the Book of Mormon, or the New Testament, or conference talks or whatever and those are great I mean any scripture is good but I personally recommend making anything that is not Book of Mormon study um, in addition to Book of Mormon study because as how has been said how many times throughout the years no book will bring you closer to Jesus Christ and the Book of Mormon will and I know that from first-hand experience um, there's a power to it even if you read and there's something maybe it's a chapter about Korahor oh man who wants to read that story that guy just ugh, right um, but even just opening the book and reading it for the for the purely for the sake of just having the spirit with you by opening its pages and having the spirit that is within the message of those words um, you don't know how the Spirit can work with you throughout the day. Well, maybe all you need is to read some verses that, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna, supposed to do with that today, but uh, it, it gets the Holy Ghost with you enough for him to help you with anything, however related or not it may be to what you studied. And that has that exact type of thing has happened to me personally, where I have read something that, okay, well, what does that have to do with today? And then later on, just because I opened up the book and studied it, um, I have a little more, just a, enough more of the Spirit with me that a situation that could have gone much, much worse did not. Um, and that's saying a lot coming from someone, um, you know, who, like Lorraine and I dealt with for so long, uh, so many things that did go horribly, horribly wrong over and over and over and worse and worse over time. Coming from someone who's been in a situation like that, take it from me. You just don't know. Um, I think we, we, all of us, really don't understand often 
just how much worse things can be than they already are and how much the Lord is shielding us from, um, even if he does allow, allow us to go through and experience things that stretch our limits and think, oh, wait, this this is the worst it's ever been for me. Like, this is like, this is just horrible and things couldn't possibly be worse. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> they can. Um, I, I would know. Not as, maybe not in certain aspects as well as some other people. I mean, I've mean, never had cancer. I've never had cancer. There's certain trials that, of course, I mean, uh, that we've just never had happen to us. Um, but, you know, the, the principle is the same. Trust me, you just don't know how much the Lord is protecting you from and how much he really is uh, guiding you in every last little way he possibly can. I've seen so many miracles, even before, actually, I should say, especially uh, before uh, Lorraine passed away, that, um, you know, just, oh, I, I wish I had another hour. <laughs> I could just tell you so many things that uh, the Lord did to look out for us and make the extremely hard things that did happen um, to her and to me um, a faith-building experience instead of something that just tore us down. He really can. Oh, what's the lyrics? The the words to the song, where it says, uh, um, I think it's in yeah, blessings by Laura Stoy. You know, what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if it takes a thousand nights, so a thousand sleepless nights to know you're near? What if trials of this life are your blessings in disguise? And man, yeah, there are so many ways he can make bad things uh, have just this amazing silver lining. So I challenge those of you who are listening to also look for um, silver lining and the bad things. Look for ways that in this coming year that trials you experience are his mercies in disguise. Look for ways that um, you can say, you can look back and say, oh, wait a minute, this trial is hard, but look what I learned from it. I learned not to do this or that thing, or, <laughs> or maybe I learned to do. So, you know, you, maybe you could say you learned to do something better. Uh, than you had previously uh, because of that difficulty. And something else along those lines that's important to remember, I think, is the Council President Nelson gave us, that's been repeated so many times since he gave it, that, you know, that we will not, uh, how does it go, in coming days it will not be possible to survive spiritually without the guiding, directing, comforting, and constant influence of the Holy Ghost. And that constant part, that's something that I strongly encourage anyone listening to pay close attention to because... Uh, I mean, in, in this next year, it's supposed to be, you know, what would uh, the first presidency say to us, that this coming conference, um, for starters, is going to be different than any other. Uh, the uh, We have the dedication of the Rome Temple, which they said was um, you know, a, a hinge point in the history of the church. Uh, there's a lot of things happening that are going to ruffle some feathers of Satan and his followers, and I guarantee you they are going to kick back as best they can, just as hard. And it's only going to get more intense the opposition as time goes by. So um, another idea for news resolution might be, uh, I know this is going to be a part of what I want to do better this year, is learning to discern more clearly and more effectively and live more worthily of that constant guidance. Um, I remember uh, Lorraine and I were discussing once the 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 question, oh, is, is it actually possible to have the Holy Ghost with you every second of every single day, no matter what? And I mean, because uh, uh, one side of that the argument there was, 
what about the scripture that says, I, you know, my spirit will not always strive with men? Um, but why? Well, mortality for one, but part of our purpose here is what? Learn to overcome the natural man, um, that mortal side of us, that carnal side. And if you look in King Benjamin, the answer we found to this question was, uh, if you look in King Benjamin's speech, um, it's in Mosiah chapter 3, I believe. Get up here. Oh, nope. Chapter 4. Uh, really good stuff here. So chapter Mosiah chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Now, pay attention to this carefully. He says, Again, I say unto you, as I have said before, that as ye have come to the knowledge of the glory of God, or if ye have known of his goodness, and have tasted of his love, and have received a remission of your sins, which causeth such exceedingly great joy in your souls, even so I would that ye should remember, and always retain in remembrance, the greatness of God, and your own nothingness, and his goodness and long-suffering towards you, and unworthy creatures, and humble yourself, even in the depths of humility, calling upon the name of the Lord daily, and standing steadfastly in that uh, faith, and the faith of that which is to come, which has been spoken by the mouth of the angel. So that's the conditional statement there. So if you know, and so that's that's what you do. He says, "I would that ye should all those things." Uh, that kind of the message. And then in verse twelve, he gives you the effect. It says, "Behold, I say unto you that if ye do this, ye shall always rejoice." It's a promise, and be filled with the love of God and always retain a remission of your sins and you shall grow in the knowledge of, of the glory of him that created you or in the knowledge of that which is just and true so um, what's one of the Holy Ghost's roles to purify us right to cleanse us when we repent he is the uh, that source of purification and cleanliness um, the Lord works through the Holy Ghost right so when he says, if you do this, you shall always rejoice and always be filled with the love of God uh, and always retain a remission of your sins, what's that equate to? Where do those things come from? From the Holy Ghost. So yes, you can always have the Holy Ghost with you. And so one of my goals this year is going to get, be to get much better at that, uh, to make sure that my life and the way I respond to difficult things that surely will come um, is in such a way that allows me to always rejoice, even in the middle, you know, uh, of uh, during hard things when they are happening. That I can look to my heavenly Father and say, you know, heavenly Father, thank thee for allowing me this chance to learn something new. Um, this is unpleasant, but I rejoice in the uh, the opportunity to become something better through this. So, you know. I'm going through this trial right now, but please also let it go through me and, and purify me. Uh, so that's going to be one of my goals this year as well, in 2020. Uh, so I recommend that uh, to anyone else is look for that silver lining. Uh, use introspection to accomplish that goal and daily feasting upon the Book of Mormon. Second Nephi 951, what does it say? Feast on that which perisheth not. And in the beginning of the verse... Uh, you know, do not spend your money for that which is of no worth, nor your labor for that which cannot satisfy. Uh, you know, if you don't have that constant guidance with you from the Holy Ghost, how satisfactory in the end are things really going to be for you? It's like what President Oaks said. Uh, you know, that you can never get enough of what you don't need, because what you don't need will never satisfy you. It's like in Isaiah. Uh, I think it's chapter 29. 
Uh, here it says uh, in verse 8, talking about those who fight against Jerusalem. It shall be uh, even as when a hungry man dreameth, and behold, he eateth, but he awaketh, and his soul is empty. Or as when a thirsty man dreameth, and behold, he drinketh, but he awaketh, and behold, he is faint, and his soul hath appetite. So shall the multitude of all nation of all the nations be that fight against Mount Zion. So if you don't want to feel like that, what do you do? You feast upon the words of Christ. You qualify for the constant companionship of the Holy Ghost. Um, so that, you know, I mean, obviously he's not going to sit there and dictate your every little thought and action. Oh, this is what church you should wear today. This is what breakfast cereal you should eat. But, but when he does speak, you know, as John Pontius talks about in the book, The Triumph of Zion, the key is to be aware when he does speak that so that, you know, he can always be around you that you are, you are just right there. You're ready to answer and act on what he tells you. Um, so he literally can be there as a constant guide. And the natural effect of that is what? You have a Holy Ghost around you all the time. You're just, as a natural byproduct, you're going to become better. You're going to become more Christ-like. You're going to be able to forgive more easily, to be more kind, to be more willing to pay tithing, obey the word of wisdom. Uh, you're going to want things that are more pure and holy. Uh, worldly things are going to seem less appealing to you. Uh, you know, it's it's just going to be a whole character transformation the longer you have the Holy Ghost with you. He, you know, I, I think of the um, kind of end off this thought here. He, I think of the quote from Parley P. Pratt when he's talking about the Holy Ghost. It says, uh, it talks about the Holy Ghost. It says, quickens all the intellectual faculties, increases, enlarges, expands, and purifies all the natural passions and affections, and adapts them by the gift. Of wisdom to their lawful use. It inspires virtue, kindness, goodness, tenderness, gentleness, and charity. Uh, he continues by saying that the Holy Ghost uh, develops beauty of person, form, and features. It tends to give health, vigor, animation, and social feeling. It invigorates all the, fa uh, the faculties of the physical and intellectual man. It strengthens and gives tone to the nerves. In short, it is, as it were, a marrow to the bone, joy to the heart, light to the eyes, music to the ears, and life to the whole being. And that's the end of the, the part of the quote that a lot of people go to. But the next part I love here. In the presence of such persons who have been thus affected by it, one feels to enjoy the light of their countenance uh, as the genial rays of a sunbeam. Their very atmosphere diffuses a thrill, a warm glow of pure gladness and sympathy of spirit. No matter, what, no matter if the parties are strangers, entirely unknown to each other, each will be apt to remark in his own mind and perhaps exclaim when referring to the interview, Oh, what an atmosphere encircles that stranger. How my heart thrilled with pure and holy feelings in the presence of this person. What confidence and sympathy he inspired. His countenance and spirit uh, gave me more assurance than a thousand written recommendations or introductory letters. Such is the gift of the Holy Ghost, and such are its operations when received through the lawful channel, the divine eternal priesthood. So, I mean... Well, what more do I need to say than that about the gift of the Holy Ghost, right? Um, keep it with you, all the ways you can. Um, so work at being that person, you know, about whom people can say, "Oh, what an atmosphere encircles that stranger! How my heart thrilled with pure and holy feelings in the presence uh, of this person! Um, what confidence and what sympathy they inspired! I mean, isn't that what every human being?" 
wants to be thought and felt about them. So, you know, be that person that can make other people feel that. Um, to end off, uh, kind of a Happy New Year's encouragement and wish to everyone. Uh, I just want you to know, uh, first off, and most importantly, that Jesus Christ lives. Uh, he is the Savior and Redeemer of mankind. And he is more intimately and carefully and with such precision and love involved in every element of our lives more than we can possibly imagine. I love him. I love my Heavenly Father. Uh, please, please uh, feel free to share this with friends maybe who are struggling, or family members, or who, acquaintances, whoever it may be that you think needs a lift. Um, you just, you have no idea. I'm not sure any of us do. Just how much he is helping you, trying to reach you, loving you, caring for you. He is real, and he is involved in this work, every last jot and tittle of it. I know the power of the Book of Mormon firsthand. Please make it, no matter how much you are now, please make it more, even more, a part of your life than it is now. Seek for that, for more, or if you've already felt it, for more of that divine peace in your life, or as a stronger degree of it, if you even if you already have it, that comes from studying and applying everything the Savior and his prophets teach us in the Book of Mormon. Um, and lastly, um, I am telling you now, I know with every part of my heart that Russell M. Nelson is a prophet of God. Despite what the world may say, despite what people feel and think about church policies, um, about revelations and counsel that you know, our prophets and apostles give us today, no matter what contradicts that, as Joseph Smith said, no, no unhallowed hand can stop the work from progressing. Persecutions may rage, mobs may combine, armies may assemble, calumny may defame, but the truth of God will go forth boldly, nobly, and independent until it has penetrated every continent, visited every clime, swept every country, sounded in every ear. The purposes of God shall be accomplished, and the great Jehovah shall say the work is done. I know this is true, and I encourage everyone, no matter how far or close to President Nelson's and the Savior's side you are, to keep that in mind. Get closer to that holy influence in your life. Align yourself as much as possible with the Prophet, with our Savior Jesus Christ you will find peace. Even if you don't find perfect joy all the time, you will find peace. And in that, you will have joy in Jesus Christ. So, I wish everyone a happy new year. Hope that uh, something I was able to say is gonna help someone tonight to set new goals, raise the bar more, you know, seek more to become like Christ, Hopefully we can all get to the point where we no longer set limits on holiness and truly ask ourselves, how much better can I possibly be? How good 
How much more like Christ can I be? Can I want to be, even? So, I bear this witness in the name of our Lord and Savior, our Redeemer Jesus Christ. Amen. So, as this being the last episode for 2019, um, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope that this year can be a better one for you, that you can make the choices that make it better. You are entirely in control of that. I should be starting season two uh, either later this month or in February. And uh, please tune into that. It's going to be really exciting. A lot of good stuff coming up this year. But uh, once again, thanks for listening. Written reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook are quite helpful. Please, if you liked what you heard, please click that follow link on paulpulsifer.podomatic.com so you can, uh, especially so you can uh, get the get notifications of when Series 2 begins, Season 2, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you have any questions, please remember to send me an email at thepulsifier at gmail.com from the description. And uh, So thanks again for a great year, everyone, and especially with the coming year. Remember to stand steadfastly in the freedom God gave us, both physical and spiritual. Until next time, this is Paul Pulsifer.